Hello, everybody. We are back for another True Talks episode. It's me, Tiffany. And me, Harris. And we're just back to talk about lots of exciting things that have happened. There's a lot of exciting news around the music industry and music artists. Yep. We got T-Swift. Jonas Brothers. A little Ariana Grande news. But mostly Taylor Swift and the Jonas Brothers. And then some other things. So, yeah. Yeah. How's it been going? It's been going pretty good. You know, just started my internship at the state's attorney under Kimberly Fox, a.k.a. Jesse Smollett Girl. So, pretty interesting, the vibe that everyone has around the office. You can't really say anything bad, obviously, because she's still in charge. But where it is, she's going to be stepping down when her term is done. Really? And not, yeah, running again. Oh. So, that's pretty interesting. Some insight. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the police department is pretty ticked off, and so they've made the lives of the state's attorney a little bit harder by <laughs> forcing um, the state's attorneys to subpoena documents via mail oh. instead of electronically. Oh, <laughs> so it makes everything yeah, take so, so now, much longer. Yeah, because now someone has to like send out the mail and like draft up the documents instead of just sending an email. Yeah. Now, granted, people said there were problems before with the system, but this seems like just a like big f u from the police department to the state's attorneys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's fun seeing all that go down. <laughs> Anything else going on? Um, not really. Just you know, doing that. Yeah. About to put out my first video for the scuba. YouTube That's that I'm making. That's going to be exciting. Yep. Just have to find some music for the background. And I have to, um, you have to help me bring it all together, you know, yeah. make the transitions and all that, because I don't know how to do any of that. Mm-hmm. And also make a little logo. We'll do that tonight. Yeah. See, I think this is really going to shine on Twitter, because I'm going to make memes out of all the little fish videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. I think that'll be funny. It's going to be great. Have you thought of a name yet? Uh, I'm, I think we're just going to go with like Scuba Serb or something like that. I think I really, that's good. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I that's think that's not, good because it's him. Yeah. It puts a person to it that's and catchy. It's not, I mean, it's, it's cheesy, but it's not like cheesy like the deep blue. or You yeah. know what I mean? Like something generic and also like really. Secrets of the sea. Yeah. like <laughs> Ooh, so deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what we're going to go with. and um, I like that. Yeah. I saw Serbo started selling fly lures on etsy oh so that's pretty cool because yeah. he makes his own flies so yeah that's maybe cool. we'll promote it on there too yeah you could have all the links in the description yeah and i'm gonna have him start making videos of him making the flies that's a good idea that way we could do like a fly friday mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and that video will just be fly tutorials that's a really good idea. and then he could test them mm-hmm. catch some fish i like that yeah i so. think this channel is going to take off I sure hope so. It's all really on me because for him, it's easy. He has to dive anyway for work. Mm -hmm. So all he has to do is send me the videos. Right. So it's all how often I actually edit. Right. So it's on me. So if it doesn't take off, it's my fault. So everyone subscribe to Scuba Serb once it's 
up. exists. Yeah, yeah, once it exists, we'll put the links in the show notes so you guys can just click from there. But stay tuned to all the future podcast episodes because we'll do little updates here and there about it. Yes, we will. So Hopefully someone doesn't have that name. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, like, I feel like that's so specific. Yeah. It's not like fashion by Amy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can just start talking about Taylor Swift because that's one of the biggest news stories that we have to talk about today. Um, I actually just did a YouTube video that went live today um, decoding her new You Need to Calm Down single as well as reacting to her Instagram Live video. So if you didn't see her Instagram Live or you've just been completely off the internet the past couple of days and off Spotify and Apple Music, then you wouldn't know that Taylor Swift on, was it Friday? or No, Thursday, she went on IG Live at 5 p.m., And she announced that her new album was going to be called Lover, which is super exciting because we've all been waiting for her to release the album name for a long time now. But it was also interesting because she had said, obviously, there were Easter eggs in the music video and that the album name was some like you if you put together the Easter eggs, you would find out the album name. So first things right off the bat. Everyone thought it was Lover because the scene where she's up on the unicorn thing right underneath her is this big, huge Lover and pink neon right there for you. But So everyone was guessing that on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Taylor reads all that. She knows what people are saying. But then she goes and says, like, a week later, when she was talking about Easter eggs, she was like, yeah, no one's guessed the album title yet. So, And then she said that it's not that obvious. So then everyone's like, oh, so it's not Lover? Okay, is it Kaleidoscope? Is it Take Me Home? Like, everyone's coming up with all these other theories that we've been speculating. And now she's like, it's Lover. So I think, I'm wondering if she changed it at some point or if she was just trolling us or what because we all specifically guessed Lover and she said she hadn't seen anybody guess it yet and then said it wasn't obvious. And I don't know much how much more obvious you can get than that. It could be because didn't she say it was something to do with French? Or, like, that was part of the theme. She said that French was a big clue, but that could have to do with, in the beginning, they were speaking French, and Brandon in French said, you need to calm down. So she could have just been referencing the new single, you need to calm down by that. But everything she said made it seem like it wasn't Lover, like her saying that no one guessed it when everyone, that was their first guess. Yeah. And then saying it wasn't obvious when it was literally a sign right there. So everyone's like, maybe Lover's just a song name. Um, Yeah. Maybe it was something, maybe she didn't have it originally, like, that's what I was thinking, maybe it was something in French, and then she's like, no, I'm going to change it back to lover. Maybe. Because that would make it not obvious. You right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure lover is like the first thing people said. Yeah. And then, someone posted a screenshot um, in a Facebook group that I'm in that they had found on Tumblr and someone had put a screenshot of Target's website. So right after Taylor said that there was going to be four deluxe albums available for pre-order at Target. So then everyone was going on the Target website and someone like when they first had it out, um, the link to it took you to a page where it had the album, but it didn't have the picture yet. And it said Palm. It didn't say Lover. So then people were like, maybe she had it named Palm and then switched it before, and then Target hadn't switched it yet. because, And that would make a little bit of sense because she said that there was a huge clue in the hallway scene 
And in the hallway scene, if you look out the window, there's palm trees. And her first Instagram photo she posted coming out of the reputation era and into the new aesthetic was that photo of the seven palm trees, which... Right. So maybe she had it named Palm or something like that. And then realized that's a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, I don't know. Or some people were saying, because Kim Kardashian just named her kid Psalm, then maybe she was like, no. Oh. Uh, I don't. Like Psalm, like. Psalm, like the. The Bible? Yeah. Okay. I don't, they need to calm down with their names. <laughs> Northwest, Palm West. Psalmist, uh, yeah. Saint West, West, Chicago, Chicago West. How many kids do they even have? I they have keeping... four. They just Chicago had their Chicago West. So North is Damn. the oldest. Now it's crazy. Now North doesn't even seem like a weird name. I remember when she first named her kid North six years ago, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's the strangest name!" Like who would well, name their kid that? Especially because their last name, Northwest. Yeah, Northwest. But now it's like North seems like a normal name to me now. I don't know. Just. Celebrities doing celebrity things. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad she didn't name it Palm because that's just Palm Tour. That just doesn't. Yeah. I'm going on a Palm Tour. I like Lover. You buy tickets to this Palm Tour. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. I think Lover sounds so nice. And I was saying in my YouTube video that even though she's had so many like romantic songs and like romantic albums, none of the names of the albums were ever like a romantic name. Everything was like super strong because she had... Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, Reputation. Even though, like, all her albums had, like, all these love songs, no album had, like, a romantic name. So I like how now it's finally, like, Lover, and it's all pink and pastels and glitter, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be a really cool tour. It should be. And there's going to be 18 songs on the album, which is the most she's ever had. I looked today, because I thought that most of our albums were, like, 12 or 13, but, like, the Red album had 16 songs, uh, Reputation had 15, 1989 had 13, um, but 18 is the most, which is going to be really good. And Well, I, if your past theory was correct and she already had it written from before Reputation, then that would make sense that they're more, because she probably had most of it done and then just added on. Exactly, yeah. So uh, that's a good point, yeah, that she had a lot of songs that she wrote like during the 1989 period mm-hmm. that she never released because it was supposed to be on the previous sixth album. And then she was like, well, I have to write more songs now. Like she went through more things. So right. I bet like and she had more time too. Right. I bet it's like half and half now. Right. So she gave you extras. It'll be fun to listen to all the songs and try to see which ones we think were written like pre reputation and which ones were written after. Like, obviously I think me and, um, uh, Actually, I think me might have been written before Reputation just because in Reputation and that one line where she said Reputation precedes me. Right. And then she liked that theory on Tumblr. Um, so I think me might have been written before then, but I think that You Need to Calm Down was definitely written during or after Reputation. Definitely after. Yeah. Because didn't it, she say she was going to start getting political? Yeah. And then now it's that's somewhat political because of that second verse. Plus the first verse about being all about like her haters and everything. So if you haven't heard, you need to calm down, go listen to it. It's so good, but it's her new single. And she basically just talks about all the haters. So when I first heard her say that the name was, you need to calm down. I thought it was the, I thought the tone was going to be referencing people telling her to calm down. Um, but it's about telling haters, basically you need to calm down. And she said in an interview, with Apple, 
she was saying that she was just inspired to write it because she sees all of these people online, people who tweet her things and say things about her online that are just like so crazy and so hateful. And she's just like, you guys just need to calm down, like take a breather, like stop and calm down. So basically the whole song, it's in three parts. So the first verse is her talking specifically about her haters and like the people who come online for her and just go crazy. And she's like, just taking shots at me and it's only 7am and like, just calm down and I don't even know you. And then the second verse is talking about, um, hate groups against the LGBT community. Um, because she talks about like, you know, making signs like that. Like she talks about like being at the gay pride parade and like you could be out in the sunshine, but you're in the dark ages and making that sign must have taken all night. And then she says, um, didn't you know that like throwing shade never made anybody less gay? Like saying that you being hateful to everybody is not going to like you protesting against their parade. Isn't going to like make them less gay or less who they are. And then the third part of it is talking about like haters online who try to like pit women against each other um, and try to compare everybody and like act like one's better than the other. And she's like, well, we all have crowns. Like you need to calm down. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't like the song as much. Um, I, like it was okay, but at first, like, her voice and her flow and everything just reminded me of Ariana Grande, like, a lot. You know, especially the flow. And I, it didn't really sound like her in the beginning. Yeah, her voice sounds a little different. I was listening to it more, and I think she definitely used, like, a lot of synthesized sounds, yeah. which is what she said, too. She said that when she worked with this guy, Joel, like, they made it synth pop. And it sounds a lot like me. Um, but I think it was like a combo of like the, the sound she was using to try to get that vibe. I feel like she was trying to make something super, super catchy and like yeah. super poppy that would be wanted to like radios would want to play. And because she wanted to put out this message. So I think that's why, like, cause she could have definitely written like a song more like delicate about it. Like, you know, talking about haters and you know being positive but i think she wanted something super poppy and catchy so that radios would play it more and the message would get out right. well, that makes sense because they played it right away the yeah. radios. but with me it took them with a me few days. Act, yeah with me it took them a few days and they still don't even hardly play it right but i've heard now that the radios have been playing it like every hour this have new they? song oh yeah. yeah yeah i heard it uh the next morning I heard it on the, like I was driving mm -hmm. and I heard it and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So then I put it up on Spotify and listened to it. Yeah. I don't know. With me too, like I don't like political songs because then it gets me thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I then think, I can't stop thinking about politics and then I go down a rabbit hole in my mind. What I like about this song though is that even though it's a little bit political, I think it's very just like baseline. Like it's not trying to get into, you know, what political party you in. It's just very simple. Like there's no need for you to be hateful. Like you can have opposing opinions in terms of like your political stances and you could be Republican or Democrat or whatever. But the bottom line is you shouldn't be, ever be like hateful to someone and trying to bring them down. You right. Know? And like I get that and I agree. But like still her – for example, one of the things that like I couldn't stop thinking about was like, you spend all night making the signs, but like everyone that protests does that 
for like you protest anything you don't like, you do that. Right. And you obviously hate the thing that you're protesting against. So like But I think it's different in this particular situation, like making a hate sign specifically to like hate an a person, you know what I mean? Like the people who protest outside of like the LGBT parades, they're specifically making hate signs, like saying they hate these people. Like if they're not protesting a bill, they're not protesting like a political party or, you know, a politician, they're specifically like hating those people, you know? I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I just you know, like... it's not like, it's not like a, an anti-abortion sign where it's like they're view is anti-abortion so they're making a sign protesting abortions they're making a sign protesting a whole group of people i bet you she makes a song about abortion in one of these songs one of these 18 are going to be about abortion i call it i don't think I'm so it. i'm calling it right now i don't think she so. said it's going to get political and i bet each song is going to have something i think it's going to be poli- i don't think every song is going to be something i think there because she i think she even said that like there'll be some political notes but i don't think the whole album will be full of it but I don't think, I don't know. I personally don't think she would write a song about abortion. I think she's trying to stick more to, um, like, LGBT because she was vocal about the Equality Act and she's been donating a lot of money to those organizations. I don't know. We could, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe she'll do, like, a women empowerment song, but... Oh, she'll definitely do that. I don't I mean, think she already, would. I'm pretty sure that's... Just commonplace for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm excited for this album. And I'm excited for the music video. That's going to come out on Monday. And by the looks, like just by the graphics we've seen so far, I think it's going to be really cool, like really colorful. And I'm excited. I'll do a decoding video on that. I'm sure it'll get a lot of views. I hope so. (laughs) Her album, if you didn't know, comes out August 23rd because 8 plus 2 plus 3 equals 13. So, (laughs) and a little insight that I figured out, this is her first album ever that she's released right before the Grammy cutoff date for that following year. So usually she always releases her album in October or November right after the Grammy cutoff date. So like, let's say the Grammy cutoff date's usually in September. So that means any album released from October through September of that year would be for the following Grammys. Anything released from like end of September through December, even of like, let's say 2017, wouldn't be eligible until the 2019 Grammys. So she's always released it right after the cutoff. And a lot of people speculate because she wants to give the album enough time to garner enough sales, to show, you know, tour, to really like make the album prove itself to be worthy of the Grammys. Um, But this time the Grammy cutoff is August 31st and she's releasing August 23rd. So this is the first time ever that she'll be eligible to be nominated in only like four or five months. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens you know, because she's never done this, and the album will only have been out a few months. Right. And, like, see how she compares to all the other albums that have been out. I don't, like, I think she'll for sure, this album, be nominated for Album of the Year. She wasn't nominated Reputation, but she won for 1989. And she was nominated for Red, but she didn't win. And well, who, who won above Reputation? Uh, Reputation wasn't even nominated. Well, who won that year? Though? I think... That was this year. I think it might have been Cardi. Oh, no, it was Casey Musgraves. One album of the year. For what album? Golden Hour. 
I don't even like. I don't even know if I've listened to Casey Musgraves. She's like she's become a lot more popular in the past year or two. I know she's, I've heard her. Yeah, she's going to be a Lala too. I think. Yeah, she is. But uh, she's been around. I think for about six years, and she's country. But she's more really? of like she's more like I would say she's not like traditional country. I would say she's more of like alternative country, and she's more like her. It sounds more like ethereal. Yeah. Um, kind of like how Taylor Swift was not, like, ever really, really country. Right. I mean, I, I feel like you can't actually be country, like, and, country, country, and, and win, win anything. No. Yeah. You can you can really only be country, country, and win, like, within the country category. Yeah. Because um, not enough people listen to right. just country. Which is funny. I was actually thinking about that. And you know how everyone, like, in the, what was it, the country billboard top ten or whatever took down Lil Nas? Yeah. And I was thinking about that. If country, the only reason that Lil Nas like got big and like people still consider it country, like country trap, is because country's so small that they don't have a voice anymore. Right. You know. Right. If it was flipped and like country was still like really huge, there's no way that he would have got that song would have been like considered country or even maybe gotten that big. I think. Yeah. Like I think because country is so small, there's such like an outlier of like the music community that mm-hmm. even if they say this isn't country, people are like, it's country trap. Yeah. And they, it's, it is. And you once know you I mean? put Billy Ray on too. Yeah. And then yeah. that like really solidified it. Yeah. So I wonder if that will be nominated for any sort of Grammy, like, I feel like single it, it might. Like, track record <laughs> of the year. I mean, it might, I think because it's been number one, Taylor Swift's me Never even reached number one on the Billboard chart, I think, or because uh, Old Town Road wouldn't. It was like me got to number two, and Old Town Road stayed at number one for like six weeks, and now finally you need to calm down. Is at number one? Yeah. But um, and Old Town Road's number two. But I feel like just because it's been so huge, it has right. a chance of. It's winning more like something. a meme than a song. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> it's really like is. this kid. I I hope he gets nominated for something because it's like this kid in his dorm room made this song, this country trap song, and then when country told him you can't be on our charts, he was like, "Hey Billy Ray, you want to get on my song?" <laughs> <laughs> and he just made it happen for himself on his Twitter. Yeah. So. Moral of the story, get big on social media, yeah. and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's been a few people that were just big on social media. and then Cardi B. Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil Yachty. Lil, Lil Nas. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones I can think of. Yeah. But actually, it wasn't, um, uh, what's his name? The singer, he's really big. Uh, Who? I can't remember his name. What kind of songs does he sing? Pop songs. Sean Mendes? Sean Mendes. Yeah, he, he, was, really big? he was on YouTube. But he was like a singer on YouTube. He was a singer on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Justin but Bieber was a singer on YouTube. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah. But did anyone like, because I know Justin Bieber, obviously he got noticed when he was really young mm-hmm. and then got his whole thing with Usher and... That, well, really... Justin Bieber, yeah, I think he got noticed when he was like 14, 15. But I think Shawn Mendes got noticed when he was like 15. Really? Yeah. I don't know anything about Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes. I know like two of his songs. Shawn Mendes is only, I think, about to turn 21 this fall. He's young, but he looks so much older. So you think he's yeah. older and he's such a good he does singer. Look, yeah. yeah. And then there's us. What are we doing? <laughs> Shawn Mendes, international superstar, age 21. 
Harrison Tiff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, making a podcast that gets about 12 listens per yeah. episode. Hey, this one might get like 15. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So talking about Taylor Swift. Also, the Jonas Brothers. That's another music artist group to talk about. They just released their album last week, and it's yeah. so good. It's called Happiness Begins. I have a video reacting to it on my YouTube channel, so shameless plug. You can go check it out. But it's a really good album. And in that album, I was like, um, I mean, in that video, I said, if Taylor Swift releases her album before the Grammy cutoff date, I don't know who I'd rather have win for her album of the year. Um, I would like to retract that statement at this point. Um, I definitely think the Jonas Brothers should and will be nominated for Album of the Year because it's a great album. However, just by Taylor releasing her album name, her album cover art, and the new song, I can already know. I already know that this album is gonna be objectively better than Jonas <laughs> Brothers' album. Jonas Brothers, I love you. Your album was absolutely amazing. It's a work of art. However, I'm sorry. You just, no one can compete with Taylor Swift, especially in pop. Like, the only other artist I could see beating Taylor for that award would be, like, Cardi B. But... Yeah, I don't even know. I feel like Cardi B is kind of, like, falling off a little bit just because, I mean, she got pregnant, right? All that. Yeah, she had her baby last year. Yeah. I feel like she hasn't had she, another huge hit song. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I haven't heard anything yeah. for a while. Like, she just came out with that song, Press, but I haven't heard it on the radio or I, anything. I don't even know what that is. I haven't yeah. heard it at all. I feel like her last big one was maybe the one with, uh, with uh, was it Maroon 5 or something like that? She came out uh, with the song. She had Maroon 5. That was last year. She had yeah. someone else, Bruno Mars. That song sucked. That song, that song was really sounded bad. like it was made in a broom closet. Yeah. Like, it really does. <laughs> it that song sounds more like it was made in a dorm room than Old Town Road. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds terrible, like, sound quality. And it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying. I don't like Bruno Mars. I like Bruno Mars. And I, I thought his to. voice sounds, it sounded so strained. And, like, that sounded like a forced song. Yeah. You know, like. Let's, like, they shouldn't have made a song, and they were just like, let's just put anything out. I think they just wanted to put something out because when they released it, Cardi B was so huge that it was like, let's put out a song. And what happened was she was supposed to go on tour with him and open for him. But then, oh, so they needed a song. But then when she got pregnant, she couldn't go anymore. She was going to still go until she was like five or six months pregnant, and then she was, I think her doctors told her, like, you really shouldn't go. Yeah, it's not healthy. No. So I think they probably weren't forecasting that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But yeah. So other than that, I other don't know than that, who I would, don't know. I don't know who would beat her. So definitely for album of the year nominations, it has to be. Well, here you go. Uh, Ariana Grande is probably going to be nominated for Thank You Next. Definitely. Because last year. She was nominated in Best Pop Vocal Album for Sweetener. I don't think she was nominated Album of the Year for Sweetener. Um, and Taylor Swift, Reputation, was also nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album, but Ariana won. Well, the thing with Ariana Grande is she makes good singles, but her albums usually in their entirety aren't the right. anything special. Sweetener, the whole album, I think was a flop. Right. And I think that that combined with the events that were happening in her life last fall is what really made her create Thank You Next. I feel like if Sweetener was a huge success, she probably wouldn't have made Thank You Next as an album. Like maybe she would have made a couple singles, but 
to release an album like five months later. But I think like right. consensusly, like Sweetener was not good in its entirety. There was yeah. two or three good songs on there. But Thank You Next had, was a lot better. I would say like at least half the songs were really good. But there was a couple songs that I still think weren't great. Right. But I think she'll be nominated for Album of the Year. I think Taylor Swift for sure is going to be nominated, especially with now her doing political undertones. I think that she's doing yeah. something that no one's doing. Like the, No one's doing. Everyone's past, doing political undertones. No, but in like Music such is a, all politics. No, but I mean in <laughs> such an overt way. Like both of these songs, neither of them have anything to do with like love or sex or anything the first one was just all about loving yourself like i'm the only one of me and you know just celebrating yourself and this song was all about like haters back off so i think feel like everyone but, else's songs are like you know i love my boyfriend <laughs> yeah but you're talking about the political parts everyone's being super political well rap is and stuff but like so is pop like who ariana grande with what I mean, I don't really listen to a lot of her music, but, like... Ariana Grande is not political. She's very... At least on social media, she is. Not in her music. No. I'm going to listen to a bunch of her music, and I will show you. None of her songs, especially on Thank You Next, everything on Thank You Next is about her ex-boyfriends and her tragedies. Nothing is about politics. I'm going to listen to her entire... Seven Rings is all about... I have so much money, I can buy whatever I want. That one is political in a subtle way. How? Because it's... Taking the male douchebag persona, and it is saying that women can do it too. Okay, well that's not political. It's pretty political. That's not Taylor Swift saying that. Stop trying to be hateful to gay people, and you could be glad with an extra a. Glad is the organization, and Glad just said that uh, they've received a huge influx in donations equaling thirteen dollars. From people around the world. Oh, because of Because number. Taylor Swift's number is 13. Mm. So. I'll start thinking of songs, and as I think of them, I will tell you. Okay, I'm just telling you. Okay. I don't think anyone else is doing what Taylor is doing. And I think that's going to secure her album of the year. And I think that she'll win record of the year probably for You Need to Calm Down. I'm calling it. Okay. Jonas Brothers, your album was great, but you can't compare it to Taylor. I'm sorry. No one can. For a second before, when Taylor was pulling at us for the past seven weeks and not telling us anything and not releasing her album name, not releasing the single and being quiet, then I had that momentary last in judgment a week ago when I heard the Jonas Brothers album. I was like, this is so amazing. I don't know who I would want to win. Now, as soon as Taylor came back, it's clear that Taylor is the winner already, and she hasn't even released the album yet. (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite Jonas Brothers song from the album. My favorite Jonas Brothers song, um, oh, that's hard. I really like Roller Coaster. That might be my favorite. Um, obviously, I love Sucker. Like, that's, I still think, probably one of the best songs, but Roller Coaster is amazing. I love that. I really like Hesitate, the song that Joe wrote for Sophie. I think that's really nice um, and was one of the best written songs. And then I really like Strangers, Only Human. That was good. My favorite was One Moment, One Moment, One Moment. I think you liked Only Human. Yeah, it was Only Human, and then I really liked I Believe. That was a good song, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. No, it was really good. And they worked with, um, spoiler alert, they worked with a lot of Taylor Swift's um, music producer songwriters. They worked with uh, Ryan Tedder, who Taylor Swift works with a bunch. They worked with um, one other guy that Taylor Swift always works with. So that's probably one of the reasons all the songs are so good is because they 
you know, barked up Taylor's tree. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, it would be funny if they did some kind of secret collab, like if Taylor secretly wrote one of their songs and like did it under a pseudonym like she did with Calvin Harris a couple years ago. That'd be pretty pretty cool. Yeah, did you know that she uh, wrote "This Is What You Came For"? No. Baby, no, I didn't this know is actually. yeah. So what happened was when it came out, um, one of the writers on so Calvin obviously did the beat, and then one of the writers was listed as Niles Sudberg or something like that, and no one knew who it was, but they just assumed it was someone you know in Sweden or something like a songwriter. Um, and Rihanna sings on the song. Then it came out later after um, her and Calvin Harris broke up and there was this huge blow up. It came out that Taylor actually wrote the song, but she used that pseudonym because she didn't want the fact that she wrote it to overpower the song or to overpower Calvin Harris. Right. So she didn't even want people to know. That's how good of a person she is. Protecting his ego. Yeah. And she actually sings on the song too. She goes... All the ooh, ooh, that's yeah. her. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so then um, he tried to, like, th- throw her under the bus and shade her about something when they broke up, and then she came out and said, or her team came out and said, like, she is Niles Sudberg or whatever. Right. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it's a clapback. And then it was, like, all this speculation for a while of, um, she, I think, actually, for a while, she didn't allow him to play the song or something like that. <laughs> and she was actually singing the song at, cause she did. So that was in 2016 and she didn't do anything in 2016 except for at the end she performed at, um, in Texas at some big like AT&T pre Super Bowl thing. Um, and she sang that song on the piano. And then she, again in January, 2017 was another like pre Super Bowl thing in Texas. And she sang it on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny actually. I know. So just ended Calvin Harris like Harris's life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he plays it now. Maybe things probably. Yeah, it's, it's one she of the more popular yeah. ones. So, but there does. you go, people. For anyone thinking that Taylor's so thirsty, she didn't even say that she was on the song because she didn't want the song to be overpowered by her. Because if it came out that Taylor Swift wrote that song, it would have just been Taylor Swift's new song. So, there you go, Calvin Harris. You're welcome. Anyways, moral of the story is go listen to Taylor Swift's new music and get ready for the album on August 23rd. August 23rd. And then tickets will be released probably soon after, so I'm going to have to get tickets for that because a toaster already said that um, she was confirmed for Soldier Field next summer. So, that tour is going to be lit. Lit. It's going to be rainbow everything. And I bet all the bracelets the whole time will be like rainbow. I wonder. Probably. That was cool what they did last, yeah. last time. With a, basically, if anyone didn't know, they gave every, everyone bracelets when like you got in that lit up. And then they made a giant light show in the crowd yeah. during the concert. And it would They all change, synchronized. Yeah. And, it would change based on the song, based on the mood. There'd yeah. be times where it was like almost like a wave where it would be like nothing and like fade into everything. Mm-hmm. It's it so cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So I can't wait. That tour is literally going to be so good. The costumes are going to be good because she's doing a collab with Stella McCartney. And I think that also means that Stella McCartney will probably design all her tour costumes, which means it'll be great because her best tour costumes ever were the 1989 costumes. And that's because she teamed up with some 
like haute couture designer and he designed all of her outfits. I can't remember who it was, but she didn't do that. I think for reputation or any of the other tours. That's why like those tour outfits were so good. Um, so that means I think if Stella McCartney does her tour outfits, like they're going to be so good this year. I mean, next year, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, would it be this year or next year? Next year. Well, she said, she said in some interview, a couple interviews, like last month, that the tour was going to be starting this year. But then that toaster said that she was confirmed for next summer at Soldier Field. But it also doesn't make sense that she would be doing tours in the winter now because she only normally plays at stadiums because the crowds are so big. Otherwise, she'd right. have to be at an arena and play like four nights in a row. Yeah. That's what she used to do. In some of her other tours, like 1989, she did play a lot of stadiums, but she was still playing arenas. And when she played an arena in a city, either, like, depending on if it was a smaller city, she would do at least two nights. Now she does two nights of the stadium in a big city. But, and then in, like, other cities, she would do four nights in the same city at a stadium, I mean, at an arena, because it's, like, a quarter of the people that can be filled opposed, as opposed to a stadium. Right. So I don't know if maybe she'll start later this year and maybe do her international leg first um, because she said that she's going to be going to a lot more countries that she hasn't been to in a really long time. Um, Because she said a month ago, she's like, the tour, yeah, it's going to be starting later this year. But then... Because then if they start, like, winter here, but it might be, like, if they travel to the other side of the... Other hemisphere, right? Maybe she'll do. Maybe there. she'll do South America because she's never done yeah. South America before. And then go up until it gets warmer here, and then, and then come stadiums. back here. Yeah, or maybe she'll also do arenas in like Europe because I don't even know if they have stadiums like huge. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. I know London. They like she yeah. did them in Great Britain, but I wonder A if like in them, the smaller, like in not as big of cities. Well, it depends where she goes. A lot of like, for example, a lot like Brazil built a lot of stadiums for the world cups when they right. hosted so like i wonder if she'll go to brazil she's never been there like she's never been anywhere yeah. in south america maybe but i mean like europe because i know she's going to be going to more places like france like she hasn't been to france since i think red yeah. well again like i'm pretty sure france has hosted a world cup and if that's the case then they definitely have a huge stadium they yeah. can fill um yeah so i mean if she does that it just depends yeah it just depends but she can't do stadiums in the winter because it's too cold. So it depends where she goes. Yeah. Well, if she goes to South America and Australia, then she could do it. Yeah. Um, but has she ever been to Africa? No. Is she even big in Africa? I don't know. I I mean, I would assume maybe in like parts like South Africa. Right. But I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens because she definitely for the U.S. She definitely has to do a summer tour because all the stadiums. You know, outside. Right. Unless she starts in, like, the south first, like Florida, Texas. Yeah, then, then she could maybe do, like, spring. But we'll see. Could be. So why don't you... Exciting. Yeah. So why don't you tell us how your YouTube is going? My YouTube is going pretty well. I'm almost at 400 subscribers, and I just hit 300 a month ago. So... If you haven't subscribed, please go subscribe. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm famous. I would. But, yeah, I've been posting more videos. My Jonas Brothers reaction to the album video now has almost 1,200 views. It's pretty awesome. Which is a lot. I don't think the last time I've had, the last, 
video I did that has over a thousand is the decoding Taylor Swift's me music video that has like 1600, I think now. Um, and then before that, the only other videos that have gotten like a thousand views are some of my lookbooks I did in the winter. Like one of them just hit 5,000 views, which I think is wow. the most I've ever awesome. had on anything. Yeah. And then I think the other ones at like 4,800, but hopefully Pretty nice. these Taylor Swift videos get more views. I'm sure they will. You got to do that like breaking news thing that you did last time. Yeah, for the yeah, you need to calm down. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. It's gonna turn out really nice. Yeah, I gotta think of more trendy videos to do because it's weird that like some videos that I think will do really well don't, and then some that I <clears throat> don't think will do well will. Like I didn't think that this Jonas Brothers review of their album would get like eleven hundred views. Right. Um, I thought it would just get, you know, a hundred or 200 because I also did a reaction to their documentary and that has, I think like 800 now. And I remember when I first put that out and it started growing, I was like, this is weird. Cause one time I did like, um, I'm like, I started a podcast and I talked about Jonas Brothers mainly for it. And that video has like 60 views and I like tagged them in it. So it's weird to see what does well and what doesn't. Yeah. I just think it's cause it's super trendy right now. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to do the video with the Kylie Cosmetics. Yeah, so I ordered um, her new Coco collection from Kylie Cosmetics that released yesterday. I've never actually tried Kylie Cosmetics before. Like, I've tried it when someone else had it, but I never bought it because it first came out in 2015. And when it first launched, I didn't buy any because people were like, it sold out immediately. And then people were saying there were quality issues, and I just never bought it. And then um, I think, like... 2016 my co-worker had bought a couple of them so she let me try them so I tried and I was like oh it's like really matte like really dry and I didn't really like it and then I just never got around to buying it because I was like I don't need to spend $30 on a lip kit like I should rather I should spend that on clothes um so finally I was like I want to buy Kylie Cosmetics because they look so nice and I know people say now like the formulas are really nice and she did the Chloe collection which had like really nice colors and gold packaging so I bought it and I'm going to do a review of it like in a video I did. I mean, I bought a highlighter and eyeshadow palette and their like lip kit collection. So I bet that gets a bunch of views. Hopefully. Because everyone Kylie, just wants to know how it is. Yeah. And they keep selling out really quick too. So like people can't get them. Yeah. So Kylie Skin, those videos have been super trendy on YouTube, like reviewing Kylie Skin because Kylie Skin is so brand new. Um, and I was debating whether or not to get that or the Kylie Cosmetics, but... I was like, you know what, I would use the Kylie Cosmetics much more. Like, I would use the Kylie Skin, but to be quite honest, I could just go to the store and just buy any skin product um, or Amazon or something like that. But Kylie Cosmetics, like the specific colors and the formulas, I can't just, like, find anywhere. So Right. So there you go. I bet that one gets 5,000 views in three weeks. You think? I think so. See, I don't know about that, though, just because, yeah, Kylie Cosmetics is still super trendy, but it's not as brand new. So yeah. I don't know if it's as searchable, as search-friendly. make a clickbait title. Yeah. <laughs> Reviewing Kylie Cosmetics gone wrong? That's a dark question mark? And then have nothing go wrong. That's what YouTubers <laughs> always do. They put some kind of clickbait title where it's like, gone wrong or something, something, but they put a question mark after it. 
So it's like, did it happen? And then in the video, it clearly didn't. Right. So people click it. Yeah, they're just like, so I was worried that this would go wrong, but it didn't. And like, <laughs> that's why their title was that. <laughs> yeah. You got to be an annoying YouTuber, I guess. Yeah, I, you really do. Like, you have to be clickbaity, I guess, to an extent. Actually, I don't think I've ever done, like, a clickbait. You haven't. I no. haven't. No. Anything, but just anything I've done that has done well has been because, I guess, it was a trendy title that people wanted to click on, like, decoding Taylor Swift's new music video. Right. But I should try one day to, like, do something <laughs> clickbaity and see if it works. I bet it will. It's annoying when people do it. And I get annoyed, but then it's like at the end of the day, I still then clicked on the video and then I liked the video. So, right, you know, so, hey, yeah, it works. It's like, oh, they clickbaited me, but like, that's the name of the game. So, <laughs> you know what you signed up for. Yeah. Everyone does it on YouTube. So it's not any surprise. So don't be mad about it. Right. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, I want to bring up my game. Oh, I yeah. It's time for Hottie's Game Hour. We haven't done this in a few episodes. I'm so excited. Mm. Uh, oh, one moment. One moment, people. One moment. Please one moment. follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm at okay. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I'm going to do top three highest paid YouTubers. I okay. think I'll probably know them all. We'll see. Yeah. So I'm going to say three. Okay. And then I want you to put them in order. Okay. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> PewDiePie. Uh-huh. For those of you that don't know. Huge scandal because he said the N-word. Oh, well, did what? he? Yeah. He was playing a game. He, like, kept getting shot at or something, and then he dropped it. <gasps> and then he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. And then he dropped it again. Yeah. Wait, are his videos live? Yeah, I think he does, like, live gaming. Live oh, streaming. yeah, that's probably... I was about to say, why didn't he cut it out? But obviously, yeah, if it was live... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he put that on purpose. But anyway, so that's him. But, like, he's moved past it. That was, like, a year or two ago. Oh, okay. And, like, obviously he, like, regained his following. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Um, That's how it goes in YouTuber world. You can have the biggest scandal. People cancel you for a couple months, and then you come back, and people forgot. And Yeah, I mean, people yeah. don't care. Yeah. They just want to see what you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Um, Logan Paul. Okay. Also a bunch of scandals. Right. But I know, yeah, he's had a lot. I used to get it confused, like him and Jake Paul, who had the most scandals. Logan Paul has had the most scandals. Oh, easily. Yeah. Logan Paul is the one who did that, like, video in Japan, you know, the controversial thing where he showed the dead body in that suicide forest. Um, that was Logan Paul. Jake Paul, I know, so I already know Logan Paul's not going to be the number one because Jake Paul makes way more than him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, uh, this one, hold on. Oh, no, I'll use this one. Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star? Okay, I think I know actually what it is. I thought you were going to say Ryan's story reviews, and I was like, I know he's the number one. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about that on after, because yeah. that one's crazy. I think it goes um, Jeffree Star, PewDiePie, Logan Paul. As, like, top to bottom? Yeah. So, yeah, Jeffree Star is number one. Yeah. Uh, 18 million. Mm-hmm. I know. He has Because co- he has cosmetics He has cosmetics. Line. That's yeah. why I almost didn't use it, and then I'm like, whatever. Right. Because the other ones on this list are... People that I haven't heard of. A lot of them are gamers now because gaming is getting bigger. Yeah. Um, one of them that's even above Jeffree Stars is um, Dude Perfect. I you know that page that like they do trick shots and stuff like that. Oh. It's like collages of trick shots and stuff like that. Uh, you've probably seen one of their videos. You just didn't know it was them. Okay. They make $20 million. Wow. Yeah, there were $20 million. Um, And then it goes... 
yeah, PewDiePie at 15.5 million. And then Jake Paul or Logan Paul at 14.5 million. What's Jake Paul at? Um, let's see. He's not even on this list. He's got to have more than Logan Paul. Plus, now he's doing all that stuff with Tana Mojo, and they're really... He's 19 million. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's pretty crazy. But then, back to Ryan Review, Ryan Toys Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is a seven-year-old boy named Ryan, and he reviews toys for other kids. <laughs> he's worth 22 million at age seven, <laughs> and makes 11 million dollars annually. From his just from his YouTube channel. Could you imagine? Like, props to his parents for sitting down one day and saying, "Hey, you want to put a YouTube video? <laughs> hey, just play with your toys. I'm gonna record you." And then they put it on YouTube, and then it all. It makes sense too, because kids like watching they, how my niece and nephew watch videos for no rhyme or reason. They just like click, and click, then they just watch, and they watch, and then they'll just click on because they're smart. Even though they're like one, one. they yeah. know how to navigate YouTube. And they'll click on the account and find all the videos and yeah. they'll start. And then every day they'll go back to the video and then they'll, and then it goes into the spiral like what Izzy does. She always starts with Baby Shark, but she says, I've noticed now she wants Baby Shark at least 60% of the time to get to the video that's always suggested yeah. next after it because she doesn't know like what to call it. It's like one of those like cartoon ones. Yeah, she just memorized she, the order. Yeah, she memorized the order. So then she clicks on that one right after and watches that one. So like, it makes sense. Some, you know, kids found this kid and then saw them, saw Ryan playing with the toy that they want. And then they're like, oh, I want that. And then it's like, what else does he have? I want that. I want that, you know? Yeah. So. It's pretty insane. Kids are really smart. Yeah. I think they're going to be way smarter than we ever are. Yeah. I think because they have so much technology, like, ingrained in them from birth, they can pick up on things so much easier. Like, we grew up with technology technology but really not until we were middle schoolers like like 10 11 12 yeah like we didn't get cell phones until we were like 12 and those were like flip phones or you know but now kids have smartphones and they're playing with ipads when they're one years old yeah and it's gonna be pretty crazy yeah so kids in 30 years are gonna know are gonna be at the same like knowledge level as like High schoolers now, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Because just because of technology. They have so much access to information at yeah. such a young age. They can find anything. Mm-hmm. So. It's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. And then robots are going to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> like that movie we watched mm-hmm. on Netflix. It's called I Am Mother. That was a really good movie, yeah. It was really good. And it's about like human civilization died and or for the most part died and you find out later why, but there's this like base camp that looks like super high tech. And there's this Android robot that, um, builds a basically like there's this whole vault of embryos. And so it takes one of the embryos and like has it develop and has a baby and like starts raising the kid. Um, and it's supposedly the only human on earth. Um, and then it gets really crazy. So yeah, you guys should, people should watch it. Yeah. It's pretty good. And I think they're going to make another one because they left a lot of cliffhangers at the end. A lot. So I think there'll be a And they sequel. also didn't explain how the earth became like that. Right. Like how did yeah. it get, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like, they didn't say what happened. Right. So good movie though. Speaking of like technical, technological things, Black Mirror. 
It's a really good movie. That or show, show I mean. is crazy. I, so we first watched the Ashley O episode with Miley Cyrus. I really liked that. That's my, been my favorite so far. But everything about each episode, so each episode is different. Like, so you can just watch whatever episodes, like a mini movie. And then it's all about like the future world and like different future technological advancements that would create these situations. Um, I didn't like the previous episode we just watched as much as the Miley Cyrus one or that other one we watched. Like I liked that one with the guy on the bike and the game show. I thought that one was really good. I actually flip-flopped. I liked the one last night. Oh. The one last night um, that we watched had to do with a future reality in which people have an implant in their head that lets them replay memories. And they could project it like a TV. And so it basically follows the story of a guy who suspects his uh, girlfriend or wife Wife. of cheating. And he kind of goes insane, but like he uses his technology to figure everything out. Um, And then the other one we watched is a reality in which everyone is forced, instead of having like jobs like we have now, everyone is forced to get on a bike and the money they get is how many miles they they ride the bike on basically to generate power for the rest of like society. Right. And everything's super bleak and drab and like, and they even live like everyone who's on, it's basically like a huge camp kind of, and they have like a little tiny room, like a dorm room with nothing in it really except a bed and like this like big screen wall TV. Right. Um, and they, you know, go and there's a cafeteria and everything like that. Like you don't have your own house. Um, and then it seems like, only high society lives in like apartments or houses or has any sort of job other than to ride a bike. Right. And so that it basically goes on. That's the theme of that one. And it's how life is so fake because of all the technology and just their like drab mundane life of every day doing the same thing. And then at the same time, the only thing you could spend your like miles that you ride your money on is like porn yeah. And stuff like that. So, but I, I like the one last night a lot better just because it would be so interesting to be able to like replay any memory you wanted to at any time. I thought. And I feel like it would make people go insane. It would make people go insane. Like, it's crazy to think about that, to think about your whole entire life is recorded, like what happens to you, but then you also have to worry about the fact that everyone around you is recording you at all times. So you can't, then you'd have to be super cautious with anything you say because it's not like oh someone will forget that or someone didn't hear that it's like everything you do and say is recorded at like at all times yeah so like this guy he starts analyzing all of um what was happening at the night before at the dinner so he starts like zooming in on his wife what like what were her mannerisms how did she look at him how did she look at this other man um what exactly did she say and like that's crazy to think that someone could just spend all their time looking at footage like that like yeah or think of like stalkers oh yeah people that are creeps and all that it would just be insane. Someone could, like, if someone, let's say, was wanted to be a stalker and remembers he saw, like, some girl and thought she was pretty, he could, like, go back in his memory and say, like, oh, where did she, what was her car? Where did she walk to? Oh, let me, can I zoom in on her license plate? Like, can I, you know what I mean? It would be yeah. so weird. But then also, I just thought of this just now on a lighter note, it would be pretty insane, like, an Inception sort of things, like, Theoretically, you could then replay a memory of you watching a memory of you watching a memory. Or what would that even look like? That would be really weird. Yeah. 
or it would be cool to see like happy memories. Like let's say you yeah. went on a family trip to Disney World. Okay, that would be nice to replay or, you know, for like parents the first time they saw their kid. Like that would be nice to replay, but then anything else, it's like Right. You don't want that. You can never say you didn't say something. Yeah, you can't say something. I never said that cuz then you could just pull it up. Right. It's like on Real Housewives when the housewives try to say, I never said that. And then they show flashback footage to the person <laughs> saying that. <laughs> it's like, you did, yeah. Bethany. <laughs> Good use of Real Housewives. <laughs> Wait, if you sneak that in there. <laughs> Thought you couldn't do it. You did it. <laughs> oh, I need to catch up on some Real Housewives. It's yeah. so good. But it's a really good show. It and is. You don't have to watch it in order because none of the – I think – Someone that watched everything said there's only, like, two episodes and all the seasons that actually, like, work off of each other. Oh. But other than that, it's all, like, you don't have to watch. You could watch the first episode of the first season and, like, a random episode of the third season and it wouldn't matter. Like, yeah. you don't need to know what's going on in the first episode. Right. So. The first episode was cool. You didn't watch that one with me. It was about a guy who made a virtual world world by and the way he did it was he took dna from real people and Ooh. he could then make them in his vir- virtual world what yeah but the thing is the virtual people that he made have all the memories of the people in real life ah. but and so they know what's going on but they have to follow along with whatever this guy says because i want to watch he, that episode yeah and it's it's very uh star trek themed so that's the guy's like a super nerd um, and like, that's his thing. He wants to be the captain of the, like the Star Trek type thing. Oh. And anyone who disobeys him in any of his like requests, he'll like turn him into monsters, like, wow. like stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Oh, it's I gotta good watch that too. one. Yeah. yeah. We should watch some tonight. We should. Yeah. But then the one with Miley Cyrus, apparently they put the full song on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So this is what happened. When I, we were watching the episode, in my head I was thinking, this is a catchy song. Like, And the whole vibe reminds me of Piano Montana because of the wig and she's super poppy. And I was like, I kind of wish like they put this song on iTunes. <laughs> and then I was on YouTube the other day. And Netflix released the full music video to the song because I guess everyone was asking for it. Um, so they released the music video for Ashley O's song. And <laughs> I really like it. It's like, I'm gonna get what I deserve. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Yeah. You were humming it earlier. And I was like, <laughs> first, like, I just, I was like, that's probably the new Taylor Swift song. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the new Taylor Swift song that she's singing. It's like, oh. Black Mirror. <laughs> Who would have thought? Petition to get Ashley O as a real pop star. <laughs> Might as well. You can get Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, and yeah. Ashley O. Yeah. <laughs> she's cool. She's catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, do you have anything else to talk about? No, not that I can think of. We've been talking for 58 minutes. 58 minutes? All wow. about Taylor Swift and the Jonas Brothers and Ashley O. And Ashley O. <laughs> It's a very music-heavy episode and entertainment-heavy. Mm-hmm. I liked it. This is fun. This is fun. Yeah. Subscribe right. to the podcast. Um, go to the iTunes store and subscribe and leave a review and rate us five stars. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We're better than all the SoundCloud rappers. Yep. We're the only ones you should be listening to. Mm-hmm. True talks. True talks. All day. Okay, bye. Bye.